The podcast you're about to listen to is about a spiritual search for meaning, and it's also about beer. Despite that, we firmly believe that there are no real answers at the bottom of a glass. And if you're struggling with drinking, we encourage you to talk to someone. Enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Rory. And together with my colleague Paddy, with support from our best friends at Penta Hotels, we're searching for the ultimate beer drinking experience. A combination of the perfect location, atmosphere, beer and food. We call this feeling TITL. This is the life. In this episode, we travelled to Bremen in Germany. Although this episode is sadly the last of the series, it felt like a trip of new beginnings. This Penta Hotel is the newest in their roster, and we went in with a frankly insulting lack of knowledge about the city and how you pronounce it. People talk a lot about love at first sight, the electric moment where in an instant you experience an extreme connection. You hear less about the phenomenon of love at first sip, the feeling of excitement and wide-eyed enthusiasm during your first drink of a trip. All your cynicism dissipates, and you start making wild proclamations, inevitably ending in, do you know what, I could live here. This is the mood you find us in, taken totally off guard by the charm of the place, sitting in the state-of-the-art brand-new Penta Lounge, with Paddy wrapping up a ten-minute monologue about his first impressions of Bremen. I feel sort of stupid. I consider myself a worldly and cultured man. Yeah, I didn't know that this place was, was this Did good. This much of a destination. And it was, it was, it, I really just do want to wrap up, actually. I'm not going to talk for the whole episode, but I just want to wrap up. We should just assign sort of designated spaces in the conversation for each person to speak. Come on, finish up. I yeah, I'm going to finish please, please. just that tiny bit yeah. by saying, of all the places that we've been to on this unbelievable tour supported by Penta Hotels, this is the one that I could imagine living in the most. <gasps> oh. I, but, I mean, we've been here for a matter of hours, but I amazing think I city. agree with you, yeah. Beautiful. Every city had its, you know, pros and cons and charms mm. and quirks, but by far, actually, I'd say this is the one I could like. like the residential areas that we were driving through were just like it's very really cool. They're so nice, yeah. I yeah, I feel kind of a little bit like you're saying ignorant. I mean, I've not spent much time in Germany, but when I when I think, oh, you love it, man. You haven't spent much time in Germany. Berlin's great for nightlife. <laughs> I know a lot about Germany. Yeah, I'm sure you My do. uncle is a Goethe expert. What's Goethe? He's a German poet, and I'll read some of his work later. Oh, who's Goethe? Oh, right, yeah. Of course. yeah I don't, you, you spoke to me about that earlier, and I didn't know who it was earlier, yeah. and I've now just done it on the podcast. So. Yeah. Um, do you want to do your bit, your part of the conversation? Oh, I've forgotten what it was now. Okay. Um, this is what I was going to say. That the centre of Bremen. Yeah. Like, like I said, I don't know much about Germany. Oh, I know. I, I've not spent much time in Germany, but that centre was was sort of every, everything that I. It was very sort of quintessentially, quintessentially German. German. The, like the market in the it middle. Was sort of fairy tale esque. It was sort of yeah. medieval. But just the energy was great. Yeah, I mean, the centre of town was like definitely. That's the part where tourists are pointed towards. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really quaint and pretty. You help me out here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel well, like I've well, spoken so much. Yeah, you're such a great speaker. I wanted to wanted to, wanted to enjoy listening to you and interrupting you at every other every available opportunity. Um, we saw the the statue of the musicians. 
Mm. This is a famous thing. Oh yeah, it? the former town musicians of Bremen. Yeah, they're not musicians, though. they're animals, aren't they? Right. Do you want me to tell you the story? Yeah, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you explain for, for our, our, our listeners what the statue is? So, it's um, some of the listeners might know, it's one of the Grimm uh, fairy tales. Oh, Brothers Grimm. Brothers Grimm, oh. yeah. And it's the four town musicians of Bremen. Um, it's gonna. It's gonna. I read a synopsis and uh, then watched a small animated cartoon version. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be some paraphrasing here. Yeah. Um, but even the paraphrasing does take some time. So if this doesn't go well, it will start and it will cut to the end of you saying, "Oof." We that might. Was long. If it's if if this isn't good enough, what the next thing that the listeners will hear is the jingle for. Yeah. This is the night. Yeah. Now. Now. This is the life. So, what are we, what are we expecting from Bremen? Because we've already had some classic beers. Yeah, we, uh, we've had some Kolsch in uh, where Kulsch, we had lunch, which Kulsch, was, yeah. um, which was a sort of like quite sweet but dry affair. Mm. And we had them, we had one larger one and one smaller one. And the smaller one was in a sort of like thin pencil like glass. glass size yeah, thing, but like taller. It was like a tall shot glass. Um, and in that restaurant, which we're going to put the name of it now, Ständiger Vertretung Rhineland Bremen. That's what it was called. Yeah. Um, they also had these uh, trays that I was very interested in. This is like, you know, when we noticed in the Brussels episode that everywhere good that takes beer seriously cleans the glasses in what we call a pimmy. Um, here they've got these trays that are sort of got beer securing. Yeah. Um, you know what they're called? What would you call them? Glug wagon. Glug wagon. Are they actually? Well, it no, works. But I it know is, it does. It's brilliant. Pimmies and glug wagons. I'd love to see that combined into a device. Yeah. Um, so that's up there with my top um, beer gadgets of the tour that we've had. We'll have to get around in a glug wagon. Yeah, well, we need quite a few. We need a big old group. Because it's like minimum six. Although yeah. there was mini glug wagons. Maybe that's our aim for the weekend, is to make some friends. I mean, yeah, isn't, that's always the aim. I mean, obviously, we're such good friends, we don't really need other people, but like... No, but we've, we've had some... We've had some nice times interacting with locals in these trips and yeah, exactly and more often than not in the Penta Lounge and already yeah. I'm looking around people yeah. having some beers playing some darts it's, well, it is the, the good people over there are having a bit of a TITL experience the beer is good but what they're having is very chic they're having a Martini Rosso Spritz and it's a big group of them and it feels like they're Celebrating. Celebrating, yeah. But there was like six of them all having the same drink. Why don't we take our microphones up? Why don't we take over our microphones and go, Oh, we're from England. What's your favourite beer then? Um, Paddy, I've actually... I know we usually do, gift, we do gifts on these podcasts, right? Well, I don't... Is it on the podcast or is it... Um... I know that um, by chart on this podcast, we've, we've done some gifts, haven't we? You've made sure to do them on the podcast. I've... Um... I think I don't know if they were recording when I gave you things. They were just um, just thank yous. Really, they were recording company. and they, they they were featured oh, in the okay, episode. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, you did also. Do the, I don't want to get into this sort of like bickering stage of like part of the gift thing. But, yeah. But you did. It was we were sort of doing it in turns. So by, by, oh, but obviously by chance because we were 
both just doing nice yeah, sure. things by buying gifts to each other. Yeah. You you gave a gift when it was sort of my turn to do it. Not that it's well, about, started, about turns. I started the thing of giving gifts, and so I just feel like there's not. You've just been buying them out of guilt, like alternately, whereas I just buy them as and when I want. I. But you, um, you, you really sweetly. Um, should we go over what we've bought each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Episode one. Episode one. You bought me the electric beer frother. A Japanese gadget to froth up your beer. Yeah, and I'm loving it. I'm using it daily. Great. I uh, then received in episode two in Prague um, a Star Wars bottle opener. Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon bottle opener, which um, was sl- slightly too small to open a bottle of beer, but I do. I but do, you're I such a it. huge fan of Star Wars. I don't. Uh, that just yeah, just use it. Might as well use it as a keyring. What sure, do you yeah, mean no. you don't love Star Wars? If I buy you, if I buy you a special gift, yes, I of a Millennium, I like it, of of a millennium yeah. Falcon bottle opener. No, don't pretend. Oh, okay. If you actually love admit. Star Wars, then you'd then you'd admit it. Great, I loved I loved the gift. Yeah. Okay. Then you got me. Star Wars. <laughs> then you got me the six acrylic drinking cups. Yes, the vintage, vintage travel. Because it's a travel beer podcast. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a sort of leather holster. Yeah. Uh, an antique. Yeah. Yeah. So so now I can drink sort of six different drinks, which are in slightly different sizes, uh, which is useful. Looking forward to a, a picnic. Have different size mouths. <laughs> That's true. Um, um, and then the next podcast. Yes, yeah, so we doubled up. In Ipswich. Yeah. You, uh, well, you jumped the gun and you got me the... Well, because I had bought you that uh, tankard when we were meant to go to Ipswich and uh, you down the day because you got COVID from Glastonbury. Yeah. Uh, so I bought it there and I'd saved it for months and given it to you then. Yeah. But yeah, that was just a, you know, that was a, you know, a thank you tankard. Exactly. A thank you. And I adopted you an otter. You adopted me an otter, which I have to say was very, very touching. And um, that, that otter and I have been in correspondence ever since. Yeah. Uh, he's a charming fellow. He is, just like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I know these, like, all these gifts, and I think we've, it's become a bit of a joke, isn't it? Like, it's like some of the gifts, have, we, we, mm. we, you know, the whole sort of bickering about it has become a... And, 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 I, and I wanted to spend this moment to sort of just say... Um, I thought, so you know, I thought you were going to turn, turn the microphones <laughs> off there. No, of course not. About to give moment. you a gift. Yeah. Ooh. I just want to say, on a serious note, I want to say thank you so much for. Yeah. For, you know, this this has been such an incredible journey. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we've had so much fun, and I hope that there's more we can do. And yeah, great. I hope our friends. I'd love to hang out with you after this. Yeah, maybe we could start a sort of a social sort of. Yeah, yeah, great. Relationship. I'll take your number. I'd love that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, of, instead, of, instead of your agent contacting yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's been, we've had to keep it professional for now, but of course, I definitely of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but I want to say thank you so much, and um, I just thought this was a fitting gift for you. Um, Great, that's ominous. Shall I just go ahead and give it to you? Yeah, I'd love, yeah, yeah, thank you so much, man. Right, so uh, he's he's shoved into my hand a plastic bag. I've not looked down yet, but it feels like clothing. Oh, Do we hold your microphone yeah, while you yeah, open yeah. it? So it's um it's a t-shirt, and um, wow, it's kit official licensed product. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! How was it? Did I say it out loud earlier that I was going to get one of these. No, you didn't. This is genuinely so generous. This is, he's got me a Verde Bremen shirt. 
Wow, extra large. <laughs> I actually think it'll fit you, you know. That is absolutely beautiful. And, uh, the, and the sponsor is Weissenhoff. You, you just... You just... <laughs> You were feeling, you were feeling the texture well, I of the spots. I wanted to know if it was replica or um, a match worn. It's not. Or... This is what? the official Umbro wow. Werder Bremen top, short from a couple of seasons ago, but it's the away top. But I've got you the away one because I know in your Monday. <laughs> Why are you smelling it? It's not. It's pre-owned. No, it's new. No, it's, it's brand got a new on. attacks. It's got a tag on, yeah. You say, it's, it smells why like, are you smelling it? It smells like household. <laughs> I tell you, smell that and tell me it doesn't right. smell like household. It smells brand new to me. Oh, mate, I, I just have to I have but, to really thank you. Well, you. You want to say something? Yeah, because I know that you play football on a Monday night and I, I know do. the teams wear either white or black shirts. Oh, no, you've got bibs. It's either white or bibs, isn't yeah. it? And this is a white t shirt. Yeah, yeah, the away shirt. For that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say you got me a black one as well then. No, there isn't a black Werder okay. Bremen one. Um, Rory, thank you so much. That's okay. I thought you could wear it for the rest of the um, weekend. I thought, you could, I thought you could wear it for the rest of the weekend. Oh yeah, well, I'll, I'll definitely go out on this. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to ask you to stay there for one moment. Okay. Um, I'll be back in a minute. And there it was. The best present of the series. Given by me, Rory, to Paddy. I win. Paddy did then give me a tankard, which was personally engraved, but unfortunately we mysteriously stopped recording, so it doesn't count. After we finished our becks, we made our way into town. We happened to be in Bremen during a monumental event. We were already excited, but the buzz of the city sent us into an absolute frenzy. Prepare yourselves for more unsubstantiated gushing as we sat outside a bar called Liftas, a stylish institution with art deco interiors. Here are some of the most mentioned words in Google reviews for the place. Atmosphere, music, and kindness. The, the Claudio Pizarro testimonials just finished. Yeah. So there's Werder Bremen fans sort of like slowly seeping into the city. It's taken over the city. Claudio Pizarro, we didn't know we were here for a monumental moment in Bremen history, yeah. but it's totally taken over the city. Every single bar has a chalkboard outside saying, Ciao, Ciao, Ciao Claudio. Claudio. Uh, you know, the bars were all showing the games and they were sort of quite empty because everyone in the city is at the ground. Is at the ground. God knows it's going to be like in half an hour when they were kind of I start know, piling it's going to be here. mental. Um, this bar, this bar's kind of, you know, it's, it's quite cool, it's edgy. I walk into the, I walk into the urinal, stop doing a weed. Guy comes up next to me, he's wearing a big puffer jacket and a Ralph Lauren cap sort of bit down. I'm like, okay, this guy's kind of cool. And he starts saying something to me in German. <laughs> And I say, sorry, man, I'm actually English. He goes, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm going to warn you that I'm about to fart. <laughs> That's a class act. Oh, yeah, class act. I say, dude, fire at will. What does he do? He fires at will. He fires. Yeah. And, and then we both start laughing. It's a really nice moment where, like, I was hey, like, hey, it's, it's a meeting of uh, minds. It's a nations coming together. Exactly. exactly yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's a the summit. universal language <laughs> of thought. And uh, he goes, oh, that's good. He said, he said, um, and he got it out in sort of broken English. He's like, 
Yeah, it's okay when it's fart, but um, it's when I start to shit that's when you need to worry. <laughs> we both again walk as laughter, oh, sort of, sort of semi doing sort of a urinal hug. When we sort of like sort of put my our oh, hands on each other's shoulders, like keeping that. I don't know what to call this this experience, the city, so far other than TITL, mm. because the people are unbelievable. Yes. The bars are unbelievable. Penta Hotel has been faultless and like unbelievable. Exactly. This might be the highest peak of TITL we've reached. It really. It's, it's some. There's a real. I can't. I don't know what the vibe is. It's just very cool. I, I know yeah. that word is kind of like quite used. Well, I was saying to you that I'm I'm really smugly excited for telling people Bremen is the place to go. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say that to me. Like cities have a bit of a moment, and I wonder if a moment's about to come for the city. I'm glad that I'm ahead of the curve. Well, well, I, but these I, people are very comfortable in the idea that they just live in a great place. They're yeah. not like it's not pretentious in any way. It's just yeah. nice people in a cool city. And also, the the bartender at Eisen. Oh, Eisen. Yeah. We went to a bar called Eisen before this, and it was a sort of um, landlady. I want to say landlady. Yeah, she felt. I think she ran the place, and she spoke pretty good English. Um, she was so charismatic and was. You know, it wasn't too busy in there because everyone's at the Claudio Pizarro testimonial game. Mm. But she was just holding court, cracking wise. Man, she was a class. And act. this bar was like very sort of like graffitied, um, anti-fascist, yeah, left-wing anti working punky, men's bar. Like in the toilet, there's sort of got old images of like the Clash and the Jam, and I think like a sort of a picture of the Pixies, weirdly. Uh, yeah, Paul Weller was up there as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 and. She made a great joke on the way out. I, I was going out. I was going outside to uh, have some of my vape, and um, I had a bit of a beer left. And she said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! You, you can't, you can't have that out there. Can't have that out there." I said, "I was just, I was just going to have my vape." She said, "No, no, 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 no. you can't. You got, you got to have it. In, you got to have it in here. You got to have your beer in here." I think she misunderstood that I said I was going outside to have a vape, and then so I finished my drink, handed it over to her, and she quickly snatched it and said. I stole a pint glass and a half pint glass from London. And then I said, well, then you owe me one then. You're just cracking <laughs> my own jokes, jokes around Bremen and everyone's loving it. You could get some gigs out here, man. Dude, these guys love a good laugh and that's what Bremen's about. Are we saying it right? Bremen or is it Bremen? Oh, God, that would be devastating. Ryanair lot were saying Bremen. Would you care... Rory to do the honour of pointing a picture I'd love to we are sat on the banks of the river oh god you need to know the name of the river don't we it's you have a look while I do the part of the name of the city right we don't know if it's Bremen, Bremen, Bremen. Bremen we are sat on the banks of the river Brem Vessa we are sat on the banks of the river Vessa we are next to a sandy beach there is a ferry coming along the side of the water. Colourfully painted ferry, isn't it? Yeah, wacky, a wacky old thing. We Volleyball are nets, you can imagine those? It was behind me, I didn't see it, okay. so I'll do what's in front of me. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, we are sat at Cafe Sand, and the cafe is full to the brim with semen. <laughs> with semen who have come in after a hard day's work, working on the rivers. It's not really. It's not really that kind of place. It's, it's more families. 
Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's not actually. It's a Sunday anyway. There are so some very nautical places. Uh, yeah, like on our walk here yes. down the river, there was sort of you know proper fishermen's bars and stuff yeah. like that. But here, it's more of like the, the fishermen's wives who are coming here to natter about natter about goss- gossip about all the other fishermen's wives. There's something weird about this. Podcast. This is the life. We had a slow start this morning. We did, yeah. We both did, but yours was possibly slightly slower than mine. Yeah, I'll be the first to admit that I pushed it too far last night. Are we going to go into this now? Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't one of your... It wasn't one of your, you know, more controversial pushing it too far yeah, so no, I've, had, I've like, had a few, yeah, had a few sort of nasty, nothing nasty particularly runners. happened we just got uh, went to obviously got over excited about what happens every time yeah. but um, went to a couple of incredible establishments yeah. I as always happens had a lull yeah. you kicked on for the both of us kept up the pace and but, eventually you paid the price yeah but something but like I didn't drink anything more than you I just my attitude was like yeah. dr- my, my attitude was drunk yeah and I, I, think describe, that gave I would me, describe your attitude as drunk yeah and that gave uh, that, yeah that gave me more of a hang- I, I, I had a more hungover attitude this morning yeah you, and usually you sort of attack the day a bit um, it was bad but you, you you were suffering I didn't know where I was when I woke up yeah, I was running up and down the corridors. <laughs> went to reception. said, "Excuse me, excuse me, where am I?" I said, "Penta Hotel in Bremen." And I went, "What? What it's for?" A, it's like a Jason Bourne film or something. Totally forgot born, your identity. Born drunk. Yeah. Born. I wasn't born drunk. Born legend. Yeah, that's good. That was a good name for a film and a podcast episode. Ah, the mm. born legend. Yeah. Born will, that, beast. Will, that make it as, will, that, will that make it as the name of the podcast? Oh, well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. I think I suggested a name yesterday already. It's, it's a bit sort of tacky <laughs> yeah, to, to, to bring up the name to, to discuss, in the episode. To discuss what name we're going to call the podcast. It's, it's supposed bit, to be plucked out from the, the great yeah, chat we have. Sort of a bit too meta. A bit meta. Mm, that's a good meta. name. It's, it's a, a bit, bit meta. It's a bit meta. Isn't that similar to our second... Uh, no, our third one, our Brussels one, was it's it's more of a movement. I think yeah. that's too similar. To, should we stop discussing the name of the yeah. podcast? Let's talk more about the places we went then. Yeah, should we should we go through? Do you want to go from the start? Well, the, Where do we, we leave our listeners? We were in we, the Penta <laughs> Lounge. <laughs> Acknowledging our listenership so much. I don't know. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> so, so where do we leave you guys? Um, we left you when we were at Litfas. Yes. And we had... The, definitely the best beer I had last yeah, night. Yeah, we were the, calling it Tipple of the Triple. Tipple of the Triple, the Huckerbeck. That was just after we left our listeners, wasn't it? Yeah, because the um, Marie, was she called? The, Marie, yeah. She um, sort of... Yeah, she just told us that Bex is not really the thing that yeah. locals drink here. She insisted that she came on the podcast to, to tell us we were idiots for ordering Bex. This is the life. You're, we're at Litfast. What's your name, sorry? Marie. Maureen, lovely to meet you. Um, yes. And you're going to tell us the difference between Bax and Hakebeck. Uh The taste uh, is uh, that uh, just um, Hakebeck is um, stronger than okay. uh, Bax. Uh, for some people, it's a bit too um, bitter, mm. probably. And uh, then we can recommend the um, uh, unfiltered. Um, oh. Is that what that was, <laughs> the other one? No, on no, that? we have Kreuzen here. Um, it's the unfiltered uh, beer here. That's what I love, unfiltered beer. Unfiltered I mean, beer. We do have uh, one Bex unfiltered as well, which is 
I think um, a bit more tasty uh, yeah. than uh, than the regular bags. So <laughs> basically, you have, you have we now. ordered. The so, worst beer on the menu, basically. As, yes, but uh, Bex is very uh, recom uh, very common in the world, yeah. so yeah. that's why uh, people like to drink it. Some tourists. Tourists, yes, probably uh, someone who drinks not so much beer. Yeah. Um, then Bex is probably the, not the worst choice. Okay, mm. but if you're a beer specialist like yeah. ourselves, yeah, then don't drink it. Don't drink it. Okay, <laughs> we'll have a harker back. Yeah. Yes, I would. I, re I can recommend that one. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Marie. Thank you so much. This is the life. Yeah. I just want to get it in. I, I've probably said it before. I want to get it in writing or on podcast that I'm predicting that unfiltered beer will monopolize uh, the, the market in the next few years. It will be everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a classy beer. It's a, it's a, Harker back I, unfiltered, so good. I was so in, I was so in, interested to learn that it was uh, the beer was it's unfiltered. Mm. They filter it to make just make it clear to make it look good. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, it's more pure. It's a more pure product. Why yeah. wouldn't it be that? It's a good. Uh, there's a good beer unfiltered lager. One of the first I had made by Purity. Um, oh, right. Do you know that that company? No. Uh, you see it sometimes. Um, yeah, anyway, they've got one. Right, we'll, we'll have that. Yeah, um, yeah. beautiful beers in, in Litfast. We then moved on. Yeah, I just want to add one more thing to Litfast. The, yeah. the, the interior was just very, uh, like, beautiful and art deco and had, like, these pillars and, yeah. had, like, a marble countertop bar sort of type thing. Yeah, really nice. Countertop bar. It was, it was quite, almost quite posh, wasn't it? Countertop yeah. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and everyone was smoking inside. Which is cool. That Which is cool. cool. Yeah. Um, we did stink today. Stink, as yeah, well. My jacket was a bit, a bit smelly, but you know, went in, went in Bremen. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Whilst in Bremen, um, headed down to. Uh, well, we had dinner, didn't we? We did. We went to Schertinger, which is a brewery. Yeah, and it's sort of um, it's a chain, and there are a few of them. It's a it's a brewery, uh, so they all just do their own beer. Yeah. Uh, and then it had a sort of uh, this is gonna again for our UK listeners this is gonna sound bad but it sounds like sort of Weatherspoon tea but in classy, a really great way classy Weatherspoons so, again sometimes in Europe you find the equivalent and just because it's not British it's yeah. better what's, what's the one in Spain? Uh, more, uh, mond, Mon, 40 Monditos yeah 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 it's, or 120 Monditos a lot of Monditos um, uh, which that's the thing they do there is little sandwiches. Yes, and so you get beers and little sandwiches. Yeah, little beers, or big yeah. beers, little sandwiches. And here it was not little sandwiches. It was big, heaving plates of pork knuckle. Yeah, uh, I had a schnitzel. You had a vegan. Um, well, I don't know what I ordered. Some sort of vegan mince. Yeah, it was sort of vegan. Is that vegan haggis? Yeah, it's good. It was good. Yeah, really yeah and good. some uh, some curry sauce with it. Yeah, yeah, nice, 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 nice. It's hard to. I mean, we were just saying how much we really like German food, mm. but it's um, there's it's just very hard to find a light option. Yeah, I'd it's say. all heavy. It's all big and heavy. And the only thing that we have been eating that we had today was flamkush, <gasps> which has long been my one of my top beer accompaniments it's a flambéed pizza from the Alsace region and the sort of original flavour the sort of margarita of flamkush is uh, sort of lardons yeah. and sour, sour cream, cream and, and onions onion. 
flambéed on the sort of like Thin. light pastry e type thing. Yeah, it's like it's not a kind of fusion of bread and. It is, it is pastry, I think. Okay. I think it just is like one sort of thin layer of pastry. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if there are any people working in the food industry listening, but <laughs> constantly talking to our listeners. <laughs> um, I have an idea that this should be the next movement, food movement. It's, wow. like, there should be street stalls all over selling flam kush. Yeah. The way you get a sort of pizza slice, you should be able to get a flam. Yeah. Wouldn't be too expensive to make, easy to oh, eat. That's you get, you chuck them out. You can't get it in outside of Germany and out the Alsace region. It's really oh, hard to find. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really. That's, that's, that's been our light option, which is not really light at all. No, but that's that is a good. Just going back to our mm. obviously our listeners will. <laughs> Obviously, our listeners will know we're here to sort of find the perfect beer and the perfect yeah. food and whatever you know to try it out. That, that, would that be, is up yeah, there, yeah, like a nice cold Harkerbeck, yeah, and a, a Flamkush. Yeah, that would be uh, not to ruin the ending of the conclusion of this podcast, but that would probably be the two things we take away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we 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 had our dinner and then we moved on to oh, I'm going to have to look up the name of this place, the Lamp Bar, Stiegel. Um, Sounds like I'm sort of AI. AI generates a German word. It's it, it, it's not uh, Spitz and Giebel. No, Sp- it's not. Yeah, Spitz. No, it's Spiegel. The the Spiegel. Spitz and Gable. Spitz and yeah, Spitz and Gable. Yeah, no, that was it. This place is. We we always like to go to a bar that's got something sort of quirk or something a bit esoteric. Well, we're so about quirky it. ourselves. Yeah, because well, we're quirky and kooky guys so we want to have quirky and kooky drinkies yeah and um, as soon as I saw this place I knew that we'd have to go mm. um, do you want to explain the sort of big tradition of this place it's a shame we don't have the literature they gave us oh, when you order I've they give you a pamphlet I've got a photo of it great um, but you, um, you order a shot and you say I want it in that lamp please that's misleading and I've got a bone to pick with you yeah you thought we were going to be drinking directly out of a lamp. Yes. So you said I. yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, so for our listeners who are interested in what we're about to say, they pour a shot out of a lamp. Yeah. The, the, should I get the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a bit of backstory for you here. Um, and when, when we ordered, uh, she said, is it your first one? And so then she gave us a little backstory on a sheet of paper. Oh, yeah. um, but not yeah. everyone was doing it. Like People did turn to us and were like, oh, sure about that. They were, they, did you see the old boys at the bar who were looking at us like, oh, yeah. they're still not going to like that? And I was trying so hard to keep a straight face. Yeah. And I did, and I think I earned quite a lot of respect. From oh, them. yeah, they, when you left, they were like, oof. Whoa, wow. Look at this. That dude. guy seemed to not totally not, mind not that. Not mind the, the bitter taste of that drink from that lamp. Um, <laughs> this recipe originates from a Swedish doctor who lived, the photo's very blurry because I was a little bit drunk at the time. Um, the recipe originates from a Swedish doctor who lived for more than a hundred years who eventually died from falling from a horse. His family guarded the secret recipe, secret of the recipe for many decades and they all lived to be over a hundred years old. In the end, the secret recipe was revealed for the... I mean, yeah, there you are, you get the picture. It's basically like a medicinal... It's kind of like Jägermeister, but it's very... I think it's stronger and it's... Um, yeah, it's uh, inc- it was incredibly herbal. herbal. Uh, and it didn't... It didn't... Didn't have like an alcoholic kick about it at all. It was just really bitter... Yeah. And medicinal, um, I yeah, I quite liked it. Yeah, I uh, I liked it because it was his. You know, it's a bit of 
history and of course it's yeah. quirky like us you wouldn't have it you know on a Sunday afternoon instead of a gin and tonic no no of course of course not you'd have the gin and tonic um, but it was it was nice to do and it's like with the secret recipes and they're still keeping it secret who's trying to steal them it's not like loads of people are trying to imitate it I'm not seeing like anyone else say well this is our best shot of the lamp of the, of the lamp schnapps also, it's a bit unfair to be saying, look, this, this is going to make you live until you're over 100 years old. This is brilliant. Yeah, uh, unless you fall off a horse. Yeah, unless you fall off a horse, of course. But if, if they're saying, like, yeah, this is great, surely the, the National Health Service is like... Yeah. Well, we just, what we just you, what, why are you so much it? funds on a COVID vaccine. When you could have just been having this and yeah. been surviving. Yeah, yeah but it's just, good to know we've had it then. Do we yeah. just have to have it once and then we're good? No, it's saying like you're supposed day. to have like every day, like have like ten to twenty drops, like diluted in wine or. or, or well, it did taste like a sort of like rescue remedy or something like that, yeah, yeah. which is something that you're meant to have out sort of a small pipette, uh, and we had a shot of it, yeah. and it wasn't our last shot of the night, was it? Oh my god! <laughs> we went to. <laughs> this podcast is just often us very excited on one night about to go out, and then it's the next day of us <laughs> listing. How? How? Yeah. We went to one of the most bonkers venues I've ever been to in my life. It shot straight into my top bars in the world, alongside Versheeren in in uh, Brussels. Um, this place is called Heartbreak Hotel. Now, I firstly, this venue is open from eight pm till ten am. That's that's some opening hours, which suggest seediness, debauchery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I read about it online, I thought this would be quite like a big bar with like, you know, quite a lot of space. It's tiny. Yeah. It's about the size of, I'd say... Half a tennis court? Uh, no, I was going to say, I was, was going to use tennis court. I was going to say uh, a service box. No, it's, yes. it's a full half. Okay, well, not including tram lines. No, tram lines are out. Singles. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. singles. Yeah, singles so court. From yeah, the yeah. outer tram line yeah. to the baseline up to the net. Yeah. Yeah, about that. But it felt, it, felt, no, it, felt, it felt more like a service box, but sure, let's go with that. Okay, it's well, let's, small, say, small, let's say from the baseline to the service box, but that rectangle there. Yeah. The back, the back half of the tennis court. Yeah, the back, yeah, the back section. Yeah. Where you'd be playing the majority of your sort of... Sure, forehand. your ground strokes. Yeah, your ground strokes. But if you were to serve into that you're right, section, you'd, it'd you'd be out. Out, out. Yeah, yeah, so you have yeah. a second serve. Yeah. If you then serve into the service box, you play on, maybe you'll return. And actually, possibly the bar was behind the tram lines. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the bar was sort of, the, the bar was about the size of a tram line. Yeah, but it went round to the side, didn't it? Yeah. So if you take the tram, a whole tram, slice it down the middle, and move, move it round to an L shape. Yeah. That then you got then heartbreak, you've got hotel. heartbreak hotel. And um, would you want to describe the lighting? Um, because it was not bright. No. Okay. So shut the roof on centre court. <laughs> yeah. Turn the lights off. Yeah. And have one red bulb in the. Yeah. in the royal box and that's, and that's illuminating the whole thing you can hardly see you can hardly see your hand in front of you yeah, yeah. it's just red light everyone looked like devils you know yeah when I walked in I was like oh god I don't know if I want to be here because it was packed yeah and again smoking inside yeah we're not, we're not making this seem like an attractive place to be I'm about to, to. Okay. I'm about to okay you remember when we walked into Market Bar and our listeners, yeah. <laughs> listeners might remember episode one mm. in Inverness. When we walked into the Market Bar, we were like, uh-oh. Yeah. I'm not sure these people are going to like us. It could go either way. Um, same happened with Heartbreak Hotel. I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm feeling a bit stressed about this. Um, 
then we, we, we you were like let's go get a drink and I was like okay thank you you're the, you're the I was coming the out of the I was coming out of my lull yeah uh, yeah, you, you just, made, there was no option of sort of just quietly sitting in the corner you, sipping a water. You just had to, to throw, throw yourself, yourself in. into it. That's what happens at Heartbreak Hotel. Exactly, and, and we did very much that. Yeah, um, got a drink, stood at the side, and then I was looking around. And I was like, Do you know what? Everyone here seems pretty cool. Uh, we got chatting to. Well, we sort of got targeted by a young man who he, pro- he propositioned us. He had an odd. He had an odd offer. Yeah, his take was he had a table one of about three yeah so he felt like he had some bargaining uh chips he (laughs) what's the word though on there power he had leverage um and he was saying i will give you money to get a round in get yourself a drink and then you can, you're welcome at our table. And, we'll, uh, and we said, well, we're not just going to get you drinks. He said, no, 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 no. We're going to drink together. And it didn't really work because we just had drinks. I mean, we were happy to chat with him and share his company, but um, we just weren't really entertaining this offer. And he kept on sort of laughing at us, rebuffing him, and yeah. then just simply... I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a proper deal table. There was no negotiating going wrong. He was just offering the same thing and again and again. It's, it felt like we also were at his table already, so we were going to... yeah. He was saying you have to get us a drink to be here. Yeah. But he warmed up. Yeah, he warmed up. Uh, and his backstory? Military man. Military man. And his company there? His father. Also, military man. Also, uh, so, it and was. His mate. Uh, yeah, and his mate who did not say <laughs> a word. Uh, I mean, you know, you couldn't write it. It was, the, it was the perfect three people to drink within a weird dive bar. Yeah, yeah. And, um,. And then the, the, the music took a turn. It started, they sort oh. of amping up the music, uh, and it came to a crescendo uh, during "Don't Look Back in Anger," which we sung arm in arm yeah, with, this with, guy. with this guy he and his dad. His dad did. His know dad the knew words. the words. His dad was very sweetly like dressed for all, like like a dad on a night out, and everyone else was a lot more sort of grungy. Yeah. And he was in a shirt and jeans. Oh, he was cool. He was guy. really nice. He was yeah, cool, yeah, he was a cool dad. Yeah, he, he was, was a cool, cool dad. dad. He, he knew his way around a few beers. Um, um, and there was, yeah, the, the bar staff were also really cool. The guy behind the bar looked like, um, looked like the, the cop in Stranger Things or, or yep. a sort of slightly buffer Mark mode. Um, <laughs> he did, yeah, I spotted that. Yeah, Brilliant. and he was wearing a Fred Perry polo and dancing to Style Council. He loved the Style Council. It might have been, com- it might have been commode, actually. It could, I think it might have been commode. You would have gone away with it. Cause yeah. It sounded, yeah. Who, would, who would expect to see Mark commode in the Heartbreak Hotel? Exactly, that's what you need to like that. We headed back to the Penta Lounge where we forensically analysed the German style of pouring beer. You know, it's similar to um, a Guinness pour. Yeah, they pause to like let the head settle, yeah. then they work on the head. So they, um, 45 degree angle, this Tip. is from, from Google. As the evening went on, we got progressively more emotional and thanked everyone we could think of. All there is left to say is thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. It's been um, it's been quite a journey. Yeah, planes, trains and automobiles. And we tried to draw some scientific conclusions. About provenance. It's, you know... Temperature. Temperature, pour, glass. Company. Company. We tried, but we failed. Some things just can't be put into words in the moment. Because when we were in Bremen, we experienced love at first sip. We had a dangerous, passionate love affair with the city. 
but we departed with a different kind of love. The enduring kind that stays with you long after you come back home. We went into this setting ourselves the impossible task of bottling an emotion we called this is the life. But we were left with something much more important, the feeling of that was the life. A spark that stays lit only to be reignited into the flame of nostalgia. A feeling that floods your heart when you're reminded by photos, song or perhaps a generous souvenir that your friend has bought you on holiday. Hey man, I just played football and I wore my Werder Bremen shirt for the first time. And I don't know what happened, but I was just absolutely unplayable. I was like Claudio Pizarro out there. Anyway, we should um we should go for a beer soon. Maybe plan another trip away. Could be good. I could travel the world. Taste every drop of what they serve on this earth. But I don't mind where we're heading to. I'm happy just to be here Drinking next to you This is the life, this is the life This is the life, this is the life This is the life This is the Life is written and presented by Paddy Delaney and Rory Marshall and is supported by Penta Hotels. This episode was edited by Sam Parkinson and mixed by Johnny White. Music was written and performed by Jack Kay and LB Coe and was mixed by Christian Smith. Thanks for listening. <laughs>